Enough, boy talk. It's time for the broadcast. Welcome to another edition of the broadcast. I'm Vicky Barcelona. How's it going? Over there is Sage. <laughs> Hi. We've been missing you, darling. I know. I've been too busy. I know. That's what happens when you actually have to like do the the work portion of a radio station, right? Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> yep. We also have the very intellectual, the very awesome Kiana. Hello, hello. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going well. Uh, Taryn should be here shortly. She's mm-hmm. she's running around freaking being a rock star here at KISW, so hopefully she'll be able to make it in for some of our topics we have for you today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kiana, how can people get a hold of us? You can give us a call. We have a phone number. It is 253-271-9343, or you can drop us an email at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. All right, like I said, we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about, but last week, Sage, you were not here, and I we had actually not. a really fun topic that you... I feel like it's right up your alley, and I want to get your input. <laughs> we were talking about non-sexual things that we find sexy in, like, who we're attracted to, whether men, yes. women, whatever. Uh, and I think Taryn said she liked tool belts on men. I like, uh, there's this guy that I'm hanging out with. He has, like, the shaved hair on the sides, but he has really long hair on top. So when he, yep. like, slicks it back, like, just, mm-hmm. like, when it's in his face, and he, like, that just, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Whoa, calm your engines. No, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm all riled up. Okay, but uh, what's uh, I'm curious what you have to say about that. Um, one of my main things is when a wear or when a man wears a button-up shirt, mm-hmm. especially if it's plaid, mm-hmm. and then he rolls the sleeves up. Oof. Mm. That is just mm-hmm. so sexy, especially if he has tattoos. Too. Oh yeah, oh, I was yeah. gonna say with the tattoos oh, that adds God. a little extra something. That is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, uh, yep, that's a yeah. good one. And then definitely beards, obviously. Beards are mm-hmm. a good one too. Yeah, yeah. I love beards as long as it's well groomed full and doesn't look like you have pubes on your face yes. <laughs> the patchy beard where it's oh, just like little God. like areas are filled in it's like no just like just i have more it. hair on my mm, than <laughs> on my <laughs> legs <laughs> face. i feel bad for my my buddy uh colin he like tried to sh- like grow like uh melissa's boyfriend actually thor mm-hmm. thor he has like this beautiful hair which he by the way just recently cut off so shut he up did. yeah it's like to hear now like it was oh, like oh. too it was like shh collarbone kind of i thought you meant like I thought it was. no it was probably down his back Damn. wow um and, like he's donating it so that's, that's kind of cool. cool okay um so he uh but he can't grow a beard so i'm like <laughs> it's pretty sad it's like you can't be full on thor because you just have the most white patchy like he's like i've been growing this out forever like mustache and beard i'm like really where is You're it like, oh. like it's so blonde you can't see anything anyways <laughs> my Sucks roommate him. tries so hard to grow a mustache. And he works here too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he oh. tries so hard. And it's actually really funny because it's starting to come in pretty mm-hmm. full, but it's, I'm sorry, it's still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you should totally like do some eyeshadow or something, like how girls are filling in their eyebrows yeah, right now. Yeah, out a little bit. I, go uh, go dye it for him so I, it looks a little darker. <laughs> I did that with uh, Tahiti, my roommate. Uh, he, uh, for one year for Halloween, he was um, D in a box. Oh yeah, <laughs> she almost choked on a Red Bull. Oh my God, he did. He was the best. <laughs> Let's see if I'll pull up a picture. I'll post it on the broadcast later on the Facebook page because we have we have Facebook and Twitter too. By the mm-hmm. way, follow us there. Uh, he he was the perfect D in the box, mm. and I had to fill it in, and it just looked perfectly douchey. That's actually I think I've seen that photo. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a good photo. It's a good photo. But uh, the reason I bring up sexy sexual sexy non sexual things is because we were talking about before the podcast, like really annoying traits in like let's let's go to the opposite like what is something that's just 
the most unsexy, unappealing thing that a guy can do. And like one isn't be, isn't a guy I'm in a relationship, but there's people in my life that like I don't mind chewing. Sometimes chewing food mm-hmm. and drinks like is kind of soothing to me. But some people, just depending on who the person is, I just want to punch them in the <laughs> freaking face. <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh my god, please stop! I swear to God, I'm gonna punch you. Like, and I don't or don't tell them this because I don't want to, you know, cause any problems. But and uh, and I don't have that disorder, that thing, that syndrome disorder, whatever it's called, the misophonia. Yeah, where you just can't stand it because I like other people chewing and eating. That I think it's you love it. Well, there's some people like they just eat and you're watching them and it it sounds like they're eating the most delicious meal in the world. And even though it's just like French toast or something. It's probably because they don't smack their lips when they're eating. This girl like I used to work with at the restaurant back when I was a teenager, she just would do that. She just like slop, slop up the syrup on the uh, sausage and Mm -hmm. she just like would chew on. I I don't know. She kind of slurped a little bit, but the way she would eat it. Speaking of that, I went out on a date with a guy. This was like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. We went and out, or we went, wow, cannot talk. We went <laughs> out and got breakfast, uh, and he ate French toast with his hands. What? Syrup and all. Nuh uh. So, like, yeah, I did not find that sexy. No. Uh-uh. Oh. What is something you don't find sexy or the opposite? Well, you're talking about the eating thing now. Yeah. I got that on my mind. It's just like somebody eating with their mouth open. My ex-boyfriend used to do that all the time. And it was just like, it's like, Jesus. Then we got to the point of almost breaking up. Like, we were talking about and every little thing annoyed me. Yeah, like, it gets to the point. With some people, it's like you're kind of, you teeter on that edge mm-hmm. where it's just like, you kind of annoy me already. So when you do something, like, yeah, if just... my friend were to do it, it's like, oh, okay, that's cute. If you, you do it, I want to slap you. Yeah. Um, but what did, I, you have to tell the story, <laughs> Kiana. Oh, because everything was driving you insane about this guy. Yeah, it will just hit a point. We have been kind of off and on for about, I'd say, almost four years. And uh, so we t- uh, decided to take a road trip from here down to Southern California, where I'm originally from. Um, so we made it down there. And after the first night, uh, so we, we were laying in bed and, um, you know, he just wanted some cuddle time. And I, I had just driven like 19 hours. I just wasn't in the mood for it. And this was the turning point for me. He started crying in bed. Oh, oh God! So, so I'm like, you know, I'm like, no, I just, I'm like, I just, I drove straight from there. I'm like, I'm too tired. Like, and I've been always very accommodating in certain areas. I'm just like, not tonight. And like, I know for a fact, Kiana, because you like your space in bed. Because mm-hmm. like, we we went on a road trip last year, and I offered like, hey, if it's cheaper, let's just get a hotel with one bed. And you're yeah. like, no, let me get a cot. Like, no, it's. I'm kind of one of those people. I just don't like sleeping with people in general. I'm kind of yeah. like, I eat my you little, like your space. Little, yeah. which is totally space. cool. That's totally you know, yeah. everyone, has, mm-hmm. you know. So just after with that, that was kind of this the, the straw that broke the camel's back. He starts yeah. crying about it. I was like, Jesus. So I bought him a plane ticket, and I just sent him home. And that was that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. that was that. And I enjoyed the rest Deuces. of the trip by myself. I went up to San Francisco. I ended up taking a girlfriend. Instead, we went up, and we had a blast. Yep. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yep. So oh, was that was <laughs> that. Love it. It's just like, here, I'm paying for a plane ticket to uh-huh, get the hell out yeah. of my hair with my own money. dropped about 250 on it yeah. one way. So get out. Bye-bye. It's oh, the best God. investment Bye-bye. ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very good investment. <laughs> I would have sent him a bill. <laughs> I was at that point. Oh, I knew he couldn't pay for it anyway. I yeah. was paying for his, his whole entire time, pretty much. That so. was your, like, 1500th yeah. red flag. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And I went back way too many times. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And now, peace out. You don't need him. Yep. He's been gone. Mm-hmm. Long time, so... Glad to hear that. that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like other unsexy things. Like the same guy with the sexy hair thing. Like it's he, the way he, we, we may have had some relations. Mm-hmm. We, we did the thing. <laughs> the, the deed. The deed. We knocked the boots. 
and he like there's sometimes like I don't mind a whole like a little controlling kind of a like hey do this you know do mm-hmm. that but the way he does it like the way he says to do things like turn around you know move yeah. over here it sounds almost like he's calculating everything in his head and he's trying to figure out how to make sex work <laughs> he's like it's not an algorithm no, dude it sounds like the way he's talking the way he and I'm oh crap I forgot I think he listens to the podcast so hi buddy <laughs> hi hey how's it going we're gonna talk about you after this <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the action last night. He came over. <laughs> uh, one thing great. that has to do, do with sexual stuff that I cannot stand, do not nibble or lick my ears. Oh. I will nibble on yours mm-hmm. if you really want that. Do not do it to my... I have gauges, first of all, so that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, yeah you don't want to pee. And it just doesn't turn me on. Like, it's an instant, like, Mojave Desert. Oh, really? That's, it's oh, terrible. I kind of like it on, like, the top of my ears. Obviously, yeah. I have gauges, too, so, yeah. you know, down below is no. But, like, the top, like, little bit. Or when I've they had a guy, your ear hole. That's yeah, when well, they, like, really try to stick their tongue in your <laughs> ear, you're no, like, okay. I don't like it either. I, don't oh. know. I haven't had that experience before. So. I have too many times. Oh, no. No, uh, my grandpa used to do this thing to us when we were kids mm-hmm. where he'd um, stick his tongue in your ear. No, no. <laughs> Let me finish. It's a way he would troll us. When you're a grandparent, you can mess with your grandkids. So he mm-hmm. would be like, Vicky, I have a secret for you. I'm like, okay. And then he'd get real close into our ears and be like, and like spit in our ear. And we're just like, ah! And uh, it's just like, so when people stick their, like, get real close to my ear, especially loud noises, I'm like, stop, like, nope, stop, nope. out. And I kind of, I had gauges. I think they're still kind of, my second hole is still kind of big. But mm-hmm. so I kind of have that same thing. Like, that's icky. Don't. I know what that smells like. <laughs> yeah, it's Ugh, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, yeah, I'm right there with you. Just, I'm trying to think of other dirty, like, sexual things, like, that are, or sex type things that aren't. Don't squeeze my neck. Some people try to do the massage. I have a weird thing. Don't touch my neck. I don't know if it's a. Unless I'm getting choked. Well, no, mm. don't touch the back of my neck. Oh, the back. Oh. Hmm. I don't really mind that. Ugh. I have a weird... I don't like, like, when faces uh-huh. are in, like, the nape of my neck. Mm. That doesn't no. bug me. Huh. That doesn't bother me. Ugh. Feet, anybody have... No. I don't really care as long as they're not, like, hobbit feet. As long as they're, tr- like, the toes are trimmed and there's not weird stuff growing out of it, I don't have a problem. Well, I mean, like, guys, like, licking your feet or, oh. like, nibbling on them. Like, that's not my jam. I see it in mm. porn. I've never had a guy I, yeah. do that. I Like, I've had guys express an interest in that, but they've never actually followed through no. with it. I'm, yeah, no. no. thank you. Nope. No. Anywho. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, like, let's, let's continue talking about relationships. You have an article, don't you? I do. Uh, so there was a survey that was done and Mike.com asked uh, 125 people in their 20s and their 30s how they feel about farting in front of their significant others and w- about like the time frame of mm-hmm. when they should do that. So apparently 29% said it takes uh, two to six months. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then, but the other thing is that on the other side of that, about 25% that it would take, said, wow, says it would take uh, 16 to 12 months. So, wow. I mean, it's kind of pretty yeah. equal. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, how long, okay, how long do you guys feel? Like, how long have you waited in the past or how long do you want to wait now? It depends on the partner. I've had partners where, like, I actually lived with a boyfriend, and he thought it was the most disgusting thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't do it just out of respect. Yeah. Um, but then I've also had partners that it just, they don't care. I personally don't care about mm-hmm. it. If you need to fart, I would rather you fart 
rather than like sitting there in super pain. tense in pain because I know how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It sucks. So you just think like, we are my boyfriend today, fart away, both both genders. You think that yeah. like that's how you want to feel? That's I think that's <sighs> I wish I could do that. <laughs> I can't. Really? I mean, I find farting hilarious. It's funny. it's funny to me. I do too, but I just can't fart in front of people. Like as long oh, as really? you're not Dutch ovening me, like, yeah. Yeah. I think we should be good. Ventilation, we're good to go here. <laughs> like, how and don't you... fart on me. Yeah, no, especially if it's you know you, you got your taco farts. Those are pretty pretty heinous. <laughs> Kiana, how long do you think that people have to wait? Or uh, pe- you would like to wait? I'm kind of with Sage. It depends on the person. Uh, I have no problem with it. I don't care if he wants to start farting the first day. I wouldn't. It doesn't really phase me. Maybe because of my family, it's like a running joke. So it's not really anything. <laughs> Same. It's whatever yeah. we fart. Except my mom. She does not fart. It's nope. amazing. Nope. She does in the bathroom. I know she does. Got to record it or something. Here we go, mom. My new ringtone. <laughs> All these years. 30 everybody years old. Everybody farts. But everybody else in my family does. So I, it depends on the person. If the boyfriend's open to it, I'm fine. And like I said, as long as it's respectful. As long whatever. as you don't fart like on our first date. While you're kissing me for the first yeah. time. <laughs> or because you're going to have to stop and laugh. Exactly. See, I, I don't mind a guy farting in, uh, in front of me at any point. Like, like make it make the first time a funny one, not mm-hmm. like don't ruin the moment kind of a thing. Yeah. But I have a hard time farting in front of anyone. Like I've been working out with Matt uh, Coke. Uh, he's my trainer. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, when you're doing certain exercises, things it, move around. Things move around. And it slipped out like once or twice. And he laughs. He's like, hell yeah, let's, let's, that means you're working hard. I'm like, no, I don't want you to hear me. And I've known him forever, and I still don't want him to hear me. And then with like my last serious boyfriend, uh, where I did get to fart in front of him, like he thought it was funny as hell, and he would make me do it. <laughs> so if I'm sitting there kind of like looking funny, and he's like, what? I'm like, nothing. He's like, you have to fart, don't you? <laughs> he's like, push it out. And he like start pushing on my <laughs> stomach. He's like, oh, let God. it out. Let it out. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, it's just it, a weird... I'm not very girly, but that's like my one quote unquote girly thing that I hold on to. Mm. But like I want to be like I don't I would never want to be in a relationship where I couldn't do it at all where he found it disgusting. I just need my my buffer time, maybe six months. It sucks. It does. But especially when you live with the person. Yeah, Yeah, you kind of that. Yeah, that one just is Mm -mm. bull crap. Like you should be able to fart in your own home. Right. Yeah. But I should be able to just like wake up at two o'clock in the morning and. Right. Like and those are the areas. Those are the areriest. Right? Yeah. Like, they don't necessarily stink, but they're just the loud, obnoxious ones. They, they, kind of are. Like, <laughs> they are huge. <laughs> just like, wake yourself yeah. up. Be like, oh. What was may that? or may not have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone has. Oh, I've done it where I forgot I had a dude. I have a king-size bed, so sometimes we roll over, uh-huh. and I forget that there's a dude there. Like, you're half awake, and then I fart, and all I hear is, yeah, giggling. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend you're still asleep, Vicky. Oh, man. And then I saw on Facebook the next day, like, uh, sleeping farts are hilarious. I'm like, you. <laughs> 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 that was me. Uh, anywho, uh, <laughs> moving on. Unless we have any other bodily function. How about burping, by the way? Oh, like, I, oh, I, I, I care. I burp all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't matter to me. I I just don't blow it in my face mm-hmm, if you've yeah. had like something super gnarly. Yeah. I used to burp all the time. <clears throat> like, I used to burp. Like, my family will fart and burp and stuff in front of each other, especially when I was in high school. My brother and. Uh, my neighbor and stuff, we just we would actually make a game out of farting where <laughs> we'd find a flat surface and we try to make it as loud as possible. <laughs> so we found that walls work. And so it does like if you put the lid down on a toilet, if you fart straight on the toilet, it uh-huh. makes a really loud noise. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but I don't like I I now I don't burp at all, really. So my burps. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Mine, now kinda, <laughs> mine come out into like hiccups. Really? Yeah. So I when can I burp a- on command. That's impressive. Three. 
two, one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just swallowing air. Yeah. Yeah. I love it though. It's like ladies. <laughs> that's that's my party trick. <laughs> I burp queen. I want to get you a shirt now. Yes. Uh, but uh, moving on, there's a big thing, and I know a lot of people are going to get real annoyed about the topic. Mm-hmm. Kim, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> uh, and the reason why I even bring her up, because I don't give a crap about her, I think her husband should just leave Earth. I'm not <clears> saying he should die, I just think he should leave the planet. Go back uh, to the planet that he came from. Yeah, douche. Planet <laughs> douche. But she recently, uh, there's been a whole lot of freaking posts on Facebook and quote-unquote controversy because she posted a picture on her Instagram. Um, it was a nude selfie straight up in the mirror. I mean, she's got curves. She's had two kids. She looks great. But she writes, oh, when you, you're like, I have nothing to wear, LOL. So it's just a nude picture of her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like an attention picture. It's not. She's not selling anything or except herself, her brand. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not like, it's not like a cover of a magazine or anything like that. I think it all started with Bette Midler. We all know the uh, actress. Yes. And she tweeted out first saying, Kim Kardashian tweeted a nude selfie today. And if Kim wants us to see a part that, of her that we've never seen, she's going to have to swallow the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. I love Bette yeah. Midler. Oh. <laughs> so there's quite a few people that have responded, like uh, celebrities that responded yeah. to this. Uh, Kim eventually, like after a bunch of people tweeted, she replies back. She's like, hey, Bette Midler, I know it's past your bedtime, but if you're still up and reading this, send nudes. Hashtag just kidding. And then she also tweets, hey, Bette Midler, I really didn't want to bring up how you sent me a gift a while back trying to be a fake friend. Then come at me. Hashtag deja vu. Then Bette comes uh, back and says, Kim, I never try to fake friend you. Looks like anyone can take a selfie, but not anyone can take a joke. Yep. (laughs) And that's what I think is funny with the whole like. If you post a joke about somebody or anything, like BJ made a joke about Britney Spears on Twitter. And we <laughs> oh, my God. People yeah. freaked. People <laughs> lost their mind. They, like, one person eventually threatened BJ and his family. Oh my God. Like Britney Spears fans. Jeez. It, like, that's ridiculous. And the joke wasn't yeah. even that bad. It wasn't like, she's an awful human being. She needs to leave the planet or anything. It was something like. It was uh, um, like she has a new album coming out. And it's like yeah. se- something percent almost completed, she says. Wow, it's it's funny because since it's not 1994, only 17% of people actually care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, you know, whatever. Like, every, there's Britney Spears is still pretty. It's kind of like the Madonna thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you know she's there. She's you, got her core fan base and yeah. everything. Yeah. People, you know, you might like her old stuff. You might dig her new stuff. You might go to Vegas. And so people started going to her defense, losing their minds. And it's like, why can't we just take a joke? Just be like, okay, if you don't like the joke, like, it's not racist. It's not offensive. It's not you know threatening in any way like why why are we losing our minds over this i think the media is kind of conditioning us that it seems every little instance is either racist is sexist is this or that there's so many different hot topic buttons that it's like anybody takes offense to it everybody jumps on the bandwagon and it seems like there's a lot of bandwagon people around nowadays i just don't understand why people take offense to somebody talking about a celebrity it's a celebrity to me it doesn't make sense it's just another person what do you think about like two celebrities going at it and stuff? Or like I think Kim like either Kim is a very smart person and she thought I'm going to like bash back, quote unquote, and I'm gonna get a lot of attention for this, or she truly is, you know, hurt or, you know, was offended by what the, they no, said. I, I don't want to say no, hurt, no. offended. She publicity. Offended. It's publicity. She's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. It's this like, is, you try to fake friend me? Oh my God. This is like, the only talent. This is the only talent that they have. Their job is just to keep themselves either on Twitter, on the mag rags, or any of that stuff. Yeah. That is their job. So what's she going to do? She's going to post another nudie. And I don't think people are, with the slut shaming thing, I don't think it's necessarily slut shaming. It's just we've seen you so many times as getting old. At least that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, Bette Midler didn't say, oh, my God, put some clothes yeah. on. You're a slut. She just basically said, hey, 
you know. Hey, you're you're naked all the time. You're yeah. all, we've already we've seen, seen you. It. We've seen it. We've yeah. seen everything there is to see and besides your insides. Maybe try and something well, new. A little bit. Inside, yeah. you know. <clears throat> yeah. We've seen her <laughs> mouth open. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even uh, Pink had something to say about this. She tweeted out, because it was International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, shout out to all the women across the world using their brains, their strength, their work ethic, their talent, their quote, you know, quotes, magic that they were born with that only they possess or that only they possesses. I think she misspelled something. (laughs) It it may not bring you as much attention or banknotes as using your body, your sex, um, your, you know, TNA. But women like you don't need that kind of attention. In the quiet moments, you will feel something deeper than the fleeting excitement resulting from the attention. You will feel something called pride and self-respect. Keep on resisting the urge to cave. You'll never have to make a silly excuses for yourself. Hashtag International Women's Day. Hashtag be strong. But a lot of people gave her crap because they were, you know, assuming this had something to do with, I mean, it probably was with the whole Kim Kardashian thing. Self-absorbed. Yeah. But Pink posts or has done a lot of magazine shoots, yeah. has done a lot of nude type stuff. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot of shows where she looks like she's nude, even though she's not. It's like a tan bodysuit or whatever. So a lot of people call her a hypocrite in that stance. And so she responded in a second tweet. Uh, last one for the evening. You are all entitled to your opinions and feelings. And I am open to hear all of it, but it won't change my mind. So I think she was like, again, like everyone was trashing on her for quote unquote slut shaming. Like, did you guys feel like that was slut shaming in any ways? Or? No. I didn't. I think we need to just stop being so worried about other people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, everybody is dictating how everybody else should live their own life. It's like, live your own life. Why don't you live your own life for yourself, be a good person, and surround yourself with good people, and let it be that. Not be so consumed on Twitter or Facebook or all the social media sites with all these other people's lives. Because they don't live in the same world as we do. And yeah. I don't know. But unfortunately, like, this is what we have exactly. to look up to for oh role models. But... I don't know. You don't necessarily have to look up to them. I mean, there's plenty of other people out there. Just Mm -hmm. because they're in the forefront doesn't mean like you. I mean, I ignore these people. I just don't visit the websites that they see. I just block things. I don't. You know, you can live a normal life without it. And there's plenty of other people out there to look up to. Unfortunately, the media just tends to focus on these people only because they sell a lot of, you know, crap. Well, my view on celebrities, I don't necessarily... If I mean, like, if I like a celebrity, I might dive more into their personal mm-hmm. life and try to figure out who they are yeah. behind the magazine cover. Um, but a lot of the celebrities that, like, I follow on Instagram or Twitter, I follow them because the persona and the uh, kind of facade that yeah. they're putting out there for the world, mm-hmm. I know that's not actually them. Yeah. But it's either humorous or inspiring to me. So, like, I mean, I... Like their artwork <clears throat> and all that. Yeah. I follow Khloe Kardashian on Instagram. I don't follow anyone, uh, mm-hmm. any of the other Kardashians, but for some reason, Chloe, I just dig her. Well, good for you. But I don't, you know, yeah. I don't care about what she does in her free time. I don't care about Omar Lodim or whatever yeah. his name was. Like, there's just, I just don't get. You just enjoy her for the entertainment aspect, and and that's about it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And, like I have exactly. no problem. Like the one thing, like I've met people who are obsessed with like the Kardashian show or when it was popular. Um, the uh what is it uh jersey shore and stuff <laughs> like i don't care people are like I'll, I'll give you crap if you're watching this stuff like i give sarah crap all the time if you're watching it you know 
that's funny. Like everyone's entitled to watch crap. Like I watched crappy TV. I totally TV. watched Jersey Shore. I watched it when it was on. It was a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. But it was it was funny. It was entertainment. It was yeah, but it the, was entertainment. The thing that would scare me is when I'd meet people and I've no, and I have legit met people who wanted to who found their lives inspiring. Not the fact that they were nobodies and got fame. They were like, I want to live this life. I want to, and they would you know seek this type of thing, this those types of actions out. Like they'd go to clubs. They wanted to be that train wreck. Um, and maybe it was to kind of elevate their own status because I know they had their own personal dreams. And I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but sh- it, that's what that's what scares me <laughs> is that people want to be like these people. Like, if you want to watch it for the train wreck, that's cool. Like, I don't care. Like, there is it is entertaining. But it's when we want to like completely be like these people, and I and it's nice to start seeing like more and more female. Like, we have Emma Watson, who is mm-hmm. really like she's taken I think a year off of acting, so she can like focus on you know being a feminist and really kind of delving into that, which is respectable. Like, even though I have my own views on feminism, I think that's awesome. Like, she's yeah. trying to better herself, mm-hmm. and because she is a well-known figure, she wants to be a really good role model for those who you know the young girls of mm-hmm. our generation. Um, but even uh, Chloe Grace Moritz, do you guys know who she is? Yeah. Mm-mm. She was in uh, the movies Kick-Ass. Uh, she's been in quite a... Kiana doesn't watch Sorry, a lot of movies. I don't. She's going to be in the new <laughs> Neighbors 2 movie. She was in Carrie, the remake of Carrie. Yeah. She was also in... Uh, Dark that, Shadows? Yeah, the one with Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. If I Stay, I didn't like her Equalizer. in that one, no. I heard that movie. I heard... Like, I couldn't tell if that movie was good or not. Eh. Um, but I think she's a really talented girl, like, even from a young age, doing mm-hmm. the first Kick-Ass movie. She's a great actress. She, you know, she's just really badass. She just seems like a, a gal, and I think she's only, like, 19. She's a young. She's young. Um, she carries herself with such grace, no pun intended because mm-hmm. her middle name. Uh, <laughs> but she actually tweeted about this uh, to, um, she wrote, I truly hope you realize how important supporting setting goals are for young women, teaching them we have so much more to offer than just our bodies. Yeah, she's 19. Um, and so people were suggesting that she was slut shaming him as well. And she writes, there's a huge difference in respecting the platform that you're given as a celebrity and slut shaming, something I've never done and will never do. And I think that puts it pretty well. I feel like unless one of these girls was to come out and tweet at Kim Kardashian, you're a slut or put some clothes on or that type of thing. Like the things that these women are saying go a little bit deeper into it and they're not exactly saying it to her they're just saying it as like a broad statement as this is what we shouldn't be teaching the young generations Mm -hmm. and this is what you guys are teaching the young generations and you know it's the unfortunate yeah yeah Yeah. but that's how she got famous that's the only thing she's got going for her was she gonna do right make another song that was awful she made Kim a Kardashian song? made yeah. a song. Yeah. Oh no. A while back, I oh, could no. I can put, hit pause and no, we can find no, it. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that to no, you. Guys. No. <laughs> we will lose all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that for you guys. But maybe we'll play or we'll talk about music in a sec here. But overall, I don't honestly think slut means a thing. I think it it really started years ago. Do you guys hear about when the slut walk started happening? Why it happened? Is that the stuff like at the fraternities and everything? There was like a police officer in Canada and he was teaching like a safety course. Uh-huh. And he told girls, it's like, hey, you know, if you're out in the middle of the night, don't dress like a slut. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like, How about we teach boys to stop, you know, thinking that if a girl wears a short skirt that it means you can stick your D up her A. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, like it's, it, I think it goes 
both ways. Like, I wouldn't go down, like, a really sketchy neighborhood wearing, like, a bunch of dollar yeah. bills taped to me. I would just use yeah. common sense. Yeah. It's like... But a lot of people common... don't have that. Well, yeah, and it's an entitlement <laughs> thing, too. It's just, if you want to dress provocatively, maybe, like, a dark alley in the middle of the night is maybe just not the best area to do it. And I'm not, saying, right I'm, to do and it, I'm not saying you deserve anything that exactly, happens to you at all. It's you just don't. more of a safety precaution. You shouldn't it's, be walking yeah. down that street in the um, first place. But I think like if you're at a, at a bar or a club, yeah. you should be able to wear whatever yeah, the hell you that's want. that's different And situation. that's totally cool. Yeah. Um, but that's how it all started. And so people took it off like, you know, way off the handle and they've lost their minds. But I, on the other hand, like, again, this is where, I, you know, feminisms hate, feminists hate <clears> me. <throat> uh, do you guys hear, I might have talked about it before, about the... Uh, don't know his name off the top of my head you guys can google it it's a um he was an astronaut or you know he works for nasa he managed to land a rocket oh, yeah. on a moving yes. meteor mm-hmm. and the shirt and he had this shirt with a bunch of like pin-up you know, girls pin-up girls like classic kinda... like and who his female friend made the shirt for him like he was wearing it to support her yeah you know her you know wasn't her she line. a tattoo artist or, or something, something or like that something yeah like that yeah and <clears throat> women like he just did this incredible thing this incredible feat and women were bashing him all over the internet, giving him crap, like losing their minds to the point where he was crying yeah. and had to, he apologized to all the women and like saying that he was like a sexist and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so like in my favorite meme I saw, it was a picture of him and it says like, he shouldn't be like, you know, he deserved getting attacked by women. He's like, are you saying that because of what he was wearing, he deserved what happened to him? <laughs> so like they flipped it right on its end. Like, okay, then I feel like we, it should be both like, yeah, equal. It, it should seems, be equal. Yeah. Well, it seems like a lot of issues are very hypocritical, in my opinion. If you go to each side of the coin, it's like, well, you're kind of countering your own argument. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah, that was way over the top, and it's a it's a shirt. To each Get their own, it. man. Like, mm-hmm. just just focus on your own life. Yeah. You probably have problems in your own life. You probably have goals. Focus on those. Stop worrying about what's yeah. going on on the internets. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of like girl power, you guys have you seen the rock girls? You got to go check out the rock girls. Like one of my one I of our girls, yet. rock girl Amber, is back in Woo! the lineup. She has been on the podcast nice. before, <clears throat> so go check that out. It's actually pretty freaking awesome. Uh, before we get into top, I have a list of uh, top five Seattle bands written by a gal named Cindy Slade from AlternativeNation.net. Before we get into that, uh, what was the last concert you guys all saw? <sighs> You're gonna think I'm old. I just saw Boz Skaggs on Saturday night, and it was great. Who? Boz Skaggs. All right, uh, tell us a little bit. No, let me. I, sounds like ball gag. No, Boz <laughs> Skaggs. Uh, he's more from like the '60s and '70s. Mm. And, um, yeah, probably not your guys' genre of well, music. Well, ACDC was, was the last one I saw. Nice. Took well, my dad to that. That's actually pretty legit too. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fun. Minus having to drive down to Tacoma. <clears throat> that sucked. Yeah, I haven't. But, like, I hadn't been to a concert in a while, and Matt from Overnight invited me to Disturbed, and that was actually pretty legit, because they did the sound of silence. Oh, my God. So, Taryn, I was in studio with Taryn on Friday night, and she played that on air, and we just, like, cranked it up, and I had chills. I had Had you never heard it before? No. I felt oh. like I was going to cry, because it was so beautiful. Like, I think we played it well, mm-hmm. a little bit on this podcast before, and it is, like, if you haven't listened to it yet, or just if you have an iPhone, download it on the iTunes store. Like, just get it. Yeah, it's, it's a good cover. so good. Like, I have it, and it's just gorgeous, gorgeous. My dad, of course, when I played it for him, he's like, no, no, I like the original. I'm like, dad, shut <laughs> The nice thing about this one, though, is that it still has that very, like, beautiful sound to it, mm-hmm. but it's kind of dark and creepy. Yeah. It is. Which is what I love. It's like, so. Uh, 
I like I beautiful things that are creepy and weird and morbid. I think <laughs> I had this conversation with a buddy. It's like, what are your favorite covers to songs? Um, uh, AFI. Uh-huh. What did they Playing uh, The Cure. They actually did a couple of covers. Yeah, they've done quite a few covers. Yeah. But any any AFI covers oh, of AFI the was my are, jam back in the day. Oh, God, they're so good. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a picture of the lead singer recently? Baby he Havoc? looks all clean now. He doesn't look oh, like, really? you know, very emo. It's He's actually really sexy he's now. He's really hot. Mm-hmm. Cover. What, what's the cover of yours? I'm going to look up uh, the one Paige, uh, Sage was talking about. What's one for you, Kat? Paige, what is up know. with you? I guess. I know somebody <laughs> named Paige. Do I? Uh, no, she doesn't. Probably, um... Maybe I'm looking at a Facebook page? Well, we play this quite often, but Man Who Sold the World, the Nirvana's cover of the Bowie song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't judge me, don't hate me, but I didn't realize that was an actual cover until David Bowie died. That's why. Because I don't know much of David Bowie. I didn't <laughs> yeah. really grow up with music, mm-hmm. so I don't... There was definitely a lot of David Bowie songs that... Because, like, I kind of know David Bowie, and he's definitely, like you know, a pop icon. Mm-hmm. But there were definitely a bunch of songs you didn't even know that, that he... I didn't even know were his. Well he, like, he he's released like twenty five albums. He just has so many different like Well he's jumped around good. genres so, yeah. mean, so much. He does he just did whatever he wanted to do. Like I've been listening a lot to the low album, um, Bowie's that was done in uh, Germany, I think I want to say in seventy eight and a great album. But if you listen to it you probably wouldn't really know it's Bowie. Yeah. Um, you Which know, is kind of a yeah, good thing. And that's every every album offers something new and different, and it, they're fun to listen to. Yeah. And don't don't get mad at me. I, I respect David Bowie, and I love what he's <clears> brought. <throat> but it's like I never. I wish I did. Like, do, do you guys have a big musical influence as as kids? Because my my parents never. They I, all I would really listen to is church music. And weird, I don't know, Mexican music on <laughs> Sunday, Saturday mornings, which meant if you hear that music blasting, it is cleaning time. Mm-hmm. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. And so that's all I really had growing up. And then like the Spice Girls, like when I was eight years old and like a Ugh. little taste here and there until I actually got into listening to radio when I was about 10 mm-hmm. was until I started kind of finding my own musical identity. But before then I had nothing. Oh my gosh, I had so much. Like, what was what was some of the music that your parents kind of instilled in you? One of the biggest ones was Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, growing up, when I would be fussy or whatever, like when I was a toddler, mm-hmm. my dad would just put on Dark Side of the Moon and I would just shut up. <laughs> yeah. You were meant to work here. Oh yeah, definitely. So I love Pink Floyd. Um, any like old blues? How oh, nice. Like I love Muddy Waters mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love Steve Ray Vaughan. Um, going a little bit more into like the pop, uh, Elvis, mm-hmm. king of rock and roll. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely had a ton of musical influences. And then Very I remember jealous. my uncle uh, got me, well, he took me to go get my first album mm-hmm. and it was Metallica. Nice. nice. Solid yeah. choice. Oh, yeah. Solid choice. Black album. Mine was a Billy Joel album. <laughs> I don't know that, why. That's still kind of okay. I'm still fine Because it had that. the Lion Sleep Tonight on it. And <laughs> oh. I like that song. So I was like, I want to get this. I think the actual first real album I bought was Green Day Dookie. When that <laughs> yes. album like came out or whatever. It's an old one. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Um, the Eagles, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael McDonald. Like, Oh God, day. I hate Michael McDonald. Hate Michael Dad, McDonald. if you're listening, I hate, I hate when it. you play it. It's, it must be just like a standard for parents or something. That was on like all the time. That, that one album from a uh, 40-year-old virgin, I swear to God. Okay. I was like, this was my childhood. <laughs> like it was yeah. just on like, all the time. I told my dad I was recording my second demo and he was like, are you just going to play Michael McDonald the entire time? And I was like, 
yeah, Dad, I am. That's it. Just Michael <laughs> Just McDonald. Just Michael McDonald. Ugh. It's funny. I ran into uh, his um, sound guys and sound crew in Sacramento at a hotel in a bar. They were playing the casino there. <laughs> of course. And I was there were. to see Tom Petty. He was playing over at the stadium or whatever. Which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. I'm cool so, with Tom Petty. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm a big Tom Petty fan. I'm trying to think. Like The first CD I ever owned, it was a gift from my dad. You guys are going to make fun of me so bad. And I played the crap out of the CD, both CDs. Ricky Martin with the uh, the World Cup song. Of the, course you did. Yeah, it was pretty legit. Because <laughs> my dad, he used to be like, I think a DJ like for weddings or something back in the day. So he had like these awesome speakers and he gave me these giant speakers that were probably my height at the time. They were, like three <laughs> feet tall. And he put out like the awesome sound system. Like I had like cassette uh, players and then on top of it I had like a stereo so I could play the CDs. And he's like, you can play it you as loud as it? you want. Surprisingly, yes. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you're still three feet tall. Oh. <laughs> I was like four feet stool. tall. I could reach up high, right? Um, and so he's like, play it as loud as you want, but I'd always feel bad. So I would never play it that loud, uh-huh. even though I had these amazing speakers. And I kind of wish I didn't give them away. Like back oh. in high school, I gave them to a friend who was like super into metal. So at least they went to a good home, but... Uh, I like dad like growing up now I'm like he loved Michael Jackson he has like Michael Jackson on vinyl he has Kiss on vinyl I'm like why didn't you ever play this for us it's kind of bold now he will like he'll he went I think he saw Kiss at uh, the uh, Everett uh, what is it the uh, Comcast Arena or Mm -hmm. Xfinity Xfinity Xfinity. Arena in Everett I'm like I didn't know this side of my dad (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I'm very jealous like I got Spice Girls my first CD I ever owned that I purchased with my own money was uh, Avril Lavigne when I was in eighth grade. Oh, yeah. Oh, skater wow. boy. He was a skater boy. She said she a la- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking don't make fun of me because BJ still listens to her. So, uh, yeah. He, by the way, BJ makes fun of Adele for being whiny and, like, annoying. You listen to Avril Lavigne. That's yeah. all she is, buddy. So wow. next time he gives me crap on air, I'm throwing that. I'm like, you listen to Avril Lavigne. That is worse. Adele is amazing. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Like, I mean, if you don't like her lyrics, if you don't like the fact that like it sounds like she cheated on her boy, I don't care. I like the way her her voice sounds. Like it's so depressing. I'm like, Alice in Chains is depressing, and we love them for it. Like, yeah. yeah. There's so many bands out there that make us sad, but it makes us feel good. It makes us. It re- gives us that relief. Yeah. And that's how Adele is. It's because you can relate to the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if it's not like what the song's actually intended for, somehow you kind of like intertwine it into what's going on in your own life. And like the way her voice is, she sets the tone. Like it's very chill and quiet. And then she'll hit those notes and it Mm -hmm. gives you the chills. And it's just, you feel powerful and strong in that moment when she's hitting those notes. Like you feel like you can accomplish anything when this person is singing. And it doesn't make sense, but it feels right. So shut up, all you Adele haters. That's all I got to say. Anytime I see BJ from now on, I'm going to go, hello. (laughs) I think I'm the only person maybe on this planet. I still have not heard that song. I could play it. How have you not heard that song? I don't know. Every time I've just been able to. I mean, I've heard bits and pieces, but I've never actually heard. It's really good. You should. More than that. I'm I'm okay, though. Hold on. I got to play. I have a feeling it's like the last one. Adele. All right. You guys talk amongst yourselves while I find this funny thing. (laughs) <laughs> Sup. shouldn't have said anything I can't spell anything there we go hold on hello hello the mashup <laughs> of my yeah it's her opening yeah I'll replay it hello hello is it me you're looking for and she closes her phone <laughs> poor Lionel Aww. stop it
Okay, cool. We're done. But that <laughs> okay. was like, that's all you really need to hear. <laughs> all yeah, right. That's all you need. All right. I know we were going to talk about bands, but let's actually shift gears. We might. I was hoping to talk about it with Taryn, but she's not in yet. She's being very busy and powerful and amazing. Mm-hmm. So we might save uh, the, the awesome Seattle bands to check out uh, for next time. But uh, I just realized something we talked about behind the scenes. Uh, Sage, you're going out with somebody you knew in third grade? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. What's Dish? Uh, yeah, no, he was definitely my third grade crush. Wow. <laughs> like, did he did he reciprocate the feelings in third grade? No. You know, during no. lunch no. or recess? No. And the funny thing was that I told him, I was like, everyone in that class had a crush on you. Oh, Every really? single girl. And he's like, really? Oh, he was like the cute guy. I had like, no idea. That's like well, eight he, years old, nine years old or something? Uh, yeah, probably like eight. And because he, uh, like transferred. Oh. So oh. he was the new kid. Oh. Ooh, so he's like the mysterious new kid. Yeah, and we sat alphabetical by first name, Mm -hmm. and his name starts with an R. So we sat next to each other. (laughs) You're like, yeah, yeah, baby. Sup, sup. So how did you guys get reconnected? Online dating? Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) So like, what was it? Just like, oh, hey, I remember you. What's uh, what's up? Yeah, basically. Wow. So what have you guys done so far? Like gone out on dates or have you guys reminisced about elementary school? Uh, Yeah, we've definitely reminisced a little bit. We went out for drinks on Thursday. Mm -hmm. We went to the kick and boot. That's why I asked you if you were working. (laughs) Your cousin was, though. Yeah. Um, that's I have a part time job. Anyways, yeah. that's not important. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're I think we're going out tonight. Ooh, I don't know what wow. we're doing. He's like, I'll plan something. Do you Ooh. feel like you kind of like you're more attracted to him now because you had a crush on him in the third grade? You had a crush on him at some point, and It's kind of like, oh, I'm going to get him. The funny thing is I like he's really attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I'm attracted to him, but it's like meeting a stranger. I okay. still, like, have to get to know him because we haven't really been friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, I don't really know that much about him. Huh. When was the last time you saw him? High school. High school. Okay. okay. So at least you it wasn't, like, elementary school and that was it. You yeah. kind of grew up, quote, unquote, with yeah, this person. Yeah, so it would have been, like, almost a decade ago. Wow. Crap, wow. Don't say that. Like, uh, we're the same age. I know. It's pretty funny. Almost 10 years ago for my high school reunion. Same. Quiet both of you. Next month. Come on. It's only a couple couple of year difference. I have four years on you, don't I? Yeah, I'm 26. Yeah, Yeah, it's not that much. I don't act like I'm 26. I don't act like I act like I'm 55. (laughs) 55 year old cat lady. You're a 55 year old cat lady mixed with a 12 year old boy perversion. 13. Okay, fine. (laughs) I'm just like, I like to stay at home with my, my cocoa and. Maybe some booze in there. Uh, wait, you know, just reading you know, something. I'm, I'm, I'm living that lifestyle, too. I got mm. Mr. Duke at home. He's the only man in my life right now. <laughs> typically spend the evenings alone with the cat. Grayson. Mm-hmm. And then I got my girl on the side, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have no pets. I have a Tahiti, Steve, who's hairy and leaves hair everywhere. That he does. Um, you don't need a pet, then. I don't need a pet. Mm-hmm. That's my poor vacuum cleaner. Uh, between <laughs> me and him, it's like a couple Chewbacca's in the house. But I had the same situation where there, my second grade crush... Uh, I got to, he was like the cutest guy in second grade. And then I wrote a note and left it in his cubby that I liked him. And he made fun of me and told the whole class. And then we grew up, like we went to the same middle school and the same high school. And eventually he transferred out like halfway through high school. But in high school, he was that kid, the the bad kid. He was popular and he was kind of the Mm a-hole. And he's like, I don't get why everyone said I was an a-hole. I'm like, because you were. (laughs) You were such a jerk. You were always in trouble. You knew all the cops on campus and in Lake Stevens by first name. Wow. Like, you were the troubled kid. Like, you were just the jerk. And, like, you meet him now, and he is the sweetest, like, 
when when he hit me up, he hit me up on Facebook. He's like, oh, I heard you work for the radio station. I'm sitting here. This is years ago. I was kind of diabolically like, I want to hit him, like hit hit him up, hit that, and just leave it mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's kind of like I'm gonna do my nerdy third grade or second grade self a favor here. Like I'm yeah. gonna make that little girl feel good about herself. <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds weird, but th- just go with it. <laughs> and we hung out multiple times, and we kind of had like a pseudo relationship going. Like we actually kind of fell for each other. Hmm. And like I realized, you're not a jerk. You're just kind of hurting. You yeah. Have some, yeah, you've had some pain in your life, but I realized he had like the biggest heart in the world, and he still does. And uh, long story that we don't we didn't work out just because of what, timing and stuff, life. but life mm-hmm. but we still keep in contact and i'm i want to see him succeed and it's funny how that turned out like i was supposed to be like a revenge lay mm-hmm. and it turned out to be like somebody i care about deeply hmm. so yeah I, I got i got that too so yeah it, it didn't work out like i joke i'm like you get your crap together buddy maybe one day i'll marry you but <laughs> <laughs> until then see ya <laughs> have you ever gone to bang somebody from your past there kiana uh yeah or like uh, my best best friend growing up since I was five years old. Well, like, times. Okay, well, kind of like, weird. Elaborate. He was almost like my brother. Um, okay, yeah. Elaborate. Like, well, not not this that just way. got really no, weird. No, 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 no. I mean, like, he went on family vacations with us. He was the boy across the street. Oh yeah, you know. So he was always he was my age, mm-hmm. and so we were you know play partners all growing up. Um, he also kind of had a very rough patch through high school, and. Um, he had to go to way to school for a little bit and he came back and then we reconnected in our 20s just because we're still like super super tight friends he's the type of person i can call up any time of the day any night mm-hmm. doesn't matter and uh yeah we did end up hooking up a couple times and it was kind of weird I was it tell you that was it fun ever or? um yeah i mean it was but it was still just kind of like i don't know like i guess there was some sort of tension a long time ago before that that i wasn't aware of but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but yeah would you ever consider doing it again? Like if you guys were here hanging out? Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Here in sure. studio? Well, like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll turn the microphones on for you. Yeah. Let's go not? in that one, right? Yeah, go in the other studio where God <laughs> knows everything else has happened. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't sit on that couch right now. Uh, well, today, yeah. I mean, uh, why not? Sure. Like if you came up and said, "Hey, I want to have a relationship with you," I'm not ready for a relationship right now, so I don't do the relationship thing. But if you wanted to mess around, sure. Yeah, sexy time. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. Right. I hope you're he- listening. Kiana wants to get her. Oh, he knows who he is. Yeah. Uh, and and he's fun. I'm very curious. Like, ladies, send us a message. Hey. <laughs> uh, ladies, I'm. Uh, I, if you've ever hooked up, or guys, if you've ever hooked up with someone from your past, how did that go? And, like, did, did it end well? Was it fun? Was it like, hey, let's let's do it. Let's reconnect. And then bye. Like, it's nice. It was nice when it happened. But we must disappear into the night. I don't know. Like I find that very fascinating. Like just the whole passing. It almost sounds like the beginning of a like a one of those girly rom coms or something. <laughs> I had a friend in high school. We were super close. Uh, l- tons of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Um, but anytime he had, or anytime he was single, I had a boyfriend. Anytime um. I was single, he had a girlfriend. And after high school, we hung out a few times, and then we ended up hooking up. And it was the most awkward sex of my life. (laughs) Um, And then we didn't talk for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And then I saw him. uh, It was actually his birthday, like, uh, sometime in the fall. I don't remember. And he was at a bar just down the street from where I was living. So I was like, all right, like, I'll stop by and say hi. Haven't seen him in forever. He was just like, all up on my (laughs) 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 I was like, like, okay. He was like, you look really good. 
I'm like, yeah, I know I do. You're like, thanks. Oh, thanks. Thank mm-hmm. you. Shut up, baby. I know it. <laughs> I know. Uh, I've had one situation where I was in college. I met this guy uh, when I was 18, first year, you know, first class of college, you know, seeing what it's all about. He sat right in front of me. And uh, we ended up being in a group project together. And after that, we just became like best friends. But I had just started seeing this guy. We ended, I dated this guy for about three years. So I have a boyfriend. I, you know, you're even though you're really cool. I can't, you know, nothing, nothing can happen. But there was always that tension between him and I. Mm-hmm. And same thing. Like when I was single, he had a girlfriend. And when I wasn't, he uh, was single. Mm-hmm. And there was times when I, we were both single for like a moment between breakups for me where I'm like, hey, I'm OK with something happening. I want to like see what this tension leads to. And he never I mean, granted, I was 18. I was not sending the right signals. I should have just mm-hmm. said, hey kiss me right now and see what happens and now he just never got the the subtle hint no they can't mind read nope Mm-mm. i've discovered that yes um but we eventually did kind of hook up mm-hmm. we got to like third base and one day i'm like i really would like some action so i called him up invited him for dinner made him a steak dinner at my house and i'm like all right um i'm really really antsy right now would you like to uh you know have dessert <laughs> like I didn't say it like that but he's like well there's this girl I really kind of like I'm like oh are you dating her I'm sorry and he's like no we're not dating I just kind of want to ask her out but I haven't yet I'm like you can help me out right here buddy like I won't tell like, like it's so not, what's the problem what's the problem he's like no I think out of respect to her I'm like oh my god oh, no. so you just came know. over she doesn't even know and I made you dinner he just actually came over to eat and that was yeah, it I was like, you, what the sure. heck <laughs> I'm like, it's like, I don't care if you use me for sex, but use me for my cooking skills. That's when I have a problem. That's where I draw the line. Um, So it never happened. He ends up dating this girl. They end up getting knocked up and they're now married. And I ran into him actually at the uh, Chris Cornell show. Mm. Uh, I was with you. Well, it was like right after we had just interviewed Chris Cornell. Steve oh, interviewed okay. him, so I was looking for you. Yeah. Um, and I saw him there. I'm like, hey, buddy, how's it going? He immediately grabs his wife because they got married when she was pregnant. Yeah. Like holds on to her like death grip. He's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, do you think <laughs> I'm going to try to hit on you here? Like one, you just had a child. I'm sitting there like, congratulations on your baby girl. Because he's friends with me on Facebook. Yeah. Like, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Like, you know, with your beautiful wife. Like, I, that, it's genuine. Like, I'm excited. Like when anybody can, you know, find what they're looking for in life or if they're happy with their life, that's great. But he was just like the way he was holding her. He like when he saw me, he looked like he saw a ghost. I was like, <laughs> we kind of hooked up once. That and, means he still wants to do uh-huh. you. <laughs> You afraid mm. that I might sway you, but I'm not that person. I'm not a home wrecker. Why have I been singing things a lot during this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Time to sing. Red Bull. Red Gives Bull. you wings. All right, I think <laughs> <laughs> you should be the spokesperson for Red Bull. Uh, oh, but I don't know. Like that's that's another one. Like where we ca- we had many years in between. Not. Well, I I have just like recently over the past year um, become friends with a lot of people f- like from my college years. Uh huh. Uh, guys that I either had sexual tension with mm-hmm. or I thought was hot type of a thing. And the vast majority, I think only one wasn't, um, they're married or they have kids. Mm. And I remember I was talking to one of them and I was like, oh, how's life going? Blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you know, every boy's dream. Married, have a house, mm-hmm. kid on the way. And I'm like, that's not, I wish oh. that was every boy's dream because... I would not be single. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, how many guys is that like their dream? Like, not. Okay, I think it's most guys' dream, just not right now. It's a goal. It's yeah. a goal type yeah. of thing. But I, th- 
men and women have different timelines yeah. or at least like women at least have a grasp on what their timeline is. I feel like most men, it just kind of hits them one day. It's just like, yeah. oh, I've been with this girl for two years. I freaking adore her and I wanted to get married and have kids. Yeah. With girls, like I don't know about you guys, but with me, if I'm starting to date somebody, mm-hmm. if I don't see myself down the line getting married to this person or having those types of feelings... I'm not going to continue dating you. It's just a waste of time. No, yeah. I agree with you. At this point, at this age, I run into the same problem. Everybody's either, everybody's married or has kids. It just has a lot of baggage. And it's just like, okay, I got to realize that at my age now, this is what's going to happen. But yeah, the same thing. I'm being a lot more selective because I just don't want to have time to just mess around or wait or, you know. And at this point, maybe the guy wants to have kids too. And I don't want to string him along either and be like, oh, potentially. But I never uh-uh. Like, I see. I'm like I'm fine with guys who have been divorced. Yeah. Whatever, especially because I like kind of older guys. Yeah, me too. Um, because generally that means that they've been through everything. They know what they want. Exactly. Yeah. But guys with kids, so, I can't do it. At what age though? That's the that's the, the trouble I'm kind of getting at right now. Because like, yeah, you and I are both 26. Kiana's 30. We're at that age where everyone has at least been married. It seems like that is in our age group and uh, probably divorced. And sometimes having kids. Mm-hmm. At what age? Like, if we're still single, like, you know, hopefully we're not. Like, I'm not going to settle for the first idiot that's like, I love you. Let's get married, right? Let's say, <laughs> let's get married. It's like, we put up with each other. So why not get married? Like, I want to fall for somebody that's going to be my partner and yeah. life and crime mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So if I'm, I might still be single when I'm 33 or something. But when you are 33 or 35, you're going to probably have to be okay with you know, a guy having kids. Yeah. Like the chances of him having a kid just kind of goes through the roof. And I kind of wish Sharon was here because she is, you know, yeah. dating yeah. a guy with kids. True. So like, I want to know what, that, what well, that's like. So for me, it would be more of because Taryn's boyfriend um, has kids, but they're older. Yeah. Teenagers. Mm-hmm. They're teenagers. Um, I mean, like, granted, they've been together for a while, but they weren't together when the kids were younger. Yeah. For me, I would like if. The guy had kids, and if they were teenagers, I think I would be able to do it just because they've already been through, like, a good vast majority of their life. Uh-huh. Or at least, you know, like adolescent years. Life, yeah. yeah. Um, plus, I feel like teenagers are just... I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I, was I guess re- I'll cross that bridge when it gets there, but it's... I don't... If I... I'd rather not. Yeah. I'm much I just rather can't not. do children. I don't. Yeah. I think either. it's worse. Like, I've heard people say, oh, yeah, I'm dating this girl. And she's a six-month-old. I'm like, so that means six months ago or, like, six months plus nine months, she was with somebody else. Like, whether it was an actual relationship and it didn't work out when she was pregnant or they were, you know, whatever, or she just hooked up with a guy and she got pregnant, I feel like there is still some sort of emotional connection with the father of your child. And that oh, being yeah. that mm-hmm. freaking fresh... You don't want to get into that, like whether uh-uh. you're a guy with the girl or, you know, girl girl dating a guy who has like a six month old. You know, that just seems a little a little bad, like off to me. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. Not saying that people who have kids that are single parents are bad people. It's just not no, something not I all. want. Yeah. It's like I feel like I have a lot to offer and that's not something I I feel like I can handle. <laughs> yeah. It's not fair. Uh, yeah. And I've dated guys. That I'm like, you got you're pretty amazing, but you have three kids and I can't do it. Especially yeah. if they're all from different moms. I'm oh, like, ah, what is what is what your is problem going on like, here? Even if I'm 35 and you have three kids from three different moms, then no, yeah, no, super no. fertile and super indecisive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, thank you. But, no, yeah, I just like I don't want kids of my own. 
I at all, don't, ever? Yeah, I don't want to go through pregnancy. I mean, like, in the back of my head, it's kind of, like, cool. I would like to feel what the changes, you know, my body Curiosity. would go through. Yeah, it's just being curious. It's kind of like, I would like to feel what it's like to be in a car crash type of weird stuff. <laughs> I'm a little morbid. Yeah. Um, well, what's it feel like to like kind of like, you know, whip yeah, or something? Exactly. Because so many people go through it and I have no idea. So I can't really sympathize with them. Um, but I don't want the end result. <laughs> I don't want a newborn and to have to take care of that. And yeah. plus, I'm also like afraid of everything that can go on with like postpartum depression. Like I'm already good on the whole depression cycle. Don't really need to add on to yeah. that. Uh, how would you feel about it if, if, like, your best friend in the world says, look, I can't have kids. Can I take my egg and my husband's, you know, d- would you be a, a surrogate? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, damn it, Sage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think I would. It Not right now. And I think it would also depend on where I was in my life. Like, if I was in a relationship, that person would be, have to be fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And it would have to be, like, one of my best friends. Like, if my friend Katie ended up wanting children mm-hmm. and if she couldn't have a child, I would probably do it for her. Uh, they, there is a thing I think I was saying, like, or saying, reading that they will not let you do it unless you've had children before because mm. you do kind of either get connected with the kid or it is a lot harder. You don't know what to yeah. expect. Yeah. Um, hmm. But I've thought about that. I totally would be a surrogate, but I think I would have to wait until I've had my own kids. And I teeter back and forth on whether I want them. Like, I think deep down I do want them. I just don't feel like I'll ever be in that headspace where I'll be ready for it. Because I have so much that I feel like I have to do still. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. a lot of people have their timelines. Like, I want to be married by this. I have my first kid by this. And I'm sitting here like, I want to do this with my career. And I want to see the world and do this and all this stuff. So when am I going to have kids? Like, I'm probably going to end up having to adopt because it's going to be too dangerous. Or maybe I just won't have time with the lifestyle I end up having. So Yeah. Which is kind of crap. It's kind of sucky. Like, I wish you can have both, but it's kind of hard to do both without sacrificing on one end. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of having a kid and being able to raise it and that type of thing, like having a a little mini me. But that's not what it is. No, No, it's it's such a huge responsibility. I can barely take care of myself. And I'm a 26 year old (laughs) female. Like, I should be able to take care of myself if I want to have kids. Yeah. And a lot of people end up, and BJ has said this before on air, like a lot of people, the only reason you should have a child is not because you want to make yourself feel good. Like, Mm-mm. oh, I'm having a bad time. This kid will love me un- unconditionally. And because that is completely selfish, you yeah. have to be ready to put down everything on the line, put your social life, your life, your body, your money, your everything mm-hmm. for this kid, sacrifice everything. And then it's okay to have a kid. Yeah. yeah. You don't do it to satisfy some sort of like, deep inner need or and you want for affection especially don't do it because you and your boyfriend are on the rocks and you need something to solidify yes. it because it yes. won't God. you're just prolonging it sorry yeah. i just got really making it worse <laughs> i know you're feeling sassy this morning bring it on ah. girl ah. i've seen that like hey we want to have a baby it's like you've only known each other for two months don't have yeah, a baby like, and what then, are you doing and then they had a baby and it's like wow this was stupid you guys like, are now you're stuck with it for 18 years and then it's like oh well we're gonna get married well that's gonna solve it oh let's have another baby that'll help i'm like god stop 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 uh people stop doing that that yeah, is not that's cool. like trying to solve herpes with sandpaper <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where i just came I up with an analogy either. but it works it's terrible 
I'm just picturing the sandpaper. I know. No. Mm. You're welcome. Thanks, Thank you for, for that. that. I think again. this might be a good good time to <laughs> yeah. end the podcast. <laughs> Sage is starting to get weird, so we need to end this. I feel like I want to make that into one of those cute little drawings. Like, you know, having babies to solve your relationship. Inspirational like, you know, posters. But like really cute little drawings that they do. Like the cutesy ones. The little oatmeal cartoons. Yeah, or something. Yeah, oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, oh we'll visualize that. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> yeah. With more words of wisdom from Sage. Oh, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, see ya. Bye. Bye.